0: This is the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast. We have assembled the world's finest sports and trivia dorks to prove once and for all that we are just as bad at this as we were at sports.
1: Hello everyone and welcome to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, sports trivia for those of us who wrote the pine. I'm your host Dan and today's game will be a special home court advantage game, pitting the warmer team of Scott and Ede against our guest, brand new player, Steve Bonneman. Welcome to the bench, Steve. Why don't you take a minute and uh, let us know where you're from, teams you root for, anything else you'd like to share with us. All right, that's uh, the second thing's a long list. I am uh, Steve Bonneman. I am from, graduated high school in Midland, Michigan. I live in Raleigh, North Carolina and work at Campbell University as an electronic resources librarian go Camels. I am a lifelong Duke fan. I am a lifelong Purdue fan, even though I lived in Michigan. So I had to root for a team that was out of state. I root for all of the Detroit teams. I root for all of the Houston teams and I root for all of the teams from North Carolina that are pro. So so it's a long list, but uh, um, you know, and unfortunately at one point I had an NL team in the Astros and an AL team in Detroit. And now I just have two AL teams and no NL teams. So that's still an open card. <laughs> the, the Reds are taking auditions right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of it. Um, otherwise, yeah, you'd know me from around the trivia verse as the guy who commissioners Online Quiz League USA and Online Quiz League USA pop solos, which are a team competition in all trivia, a pop culture competition for individuals. Um, they've gotten pretty hot over the course of quarantine and still running. So that's uh that's my role in all this now. <laughs> if you are an OQL player, chances are Steve has read one of your games for you. It's pretty busy that way, I know. Um so uh, Scott, Eric, how are y'all doing tonight?
2: I'm 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 good. Um I'm I'm always excited to to be on and join such a Steam company. I'm scared. Because Dan's been talking up Steve Bonneman since I think before we started our first episode. So uh, you know.
1: Yeah, I'm just responsible for Dan winning money.
2: Dan it's, yeah, Dan's not uh he, he doesn't lie. When he talks someone up, typically they they show up and they impress. Uh we can ask Phil Sanford about that. But yeah, I um I'm excited. Um I'm teaming with Eric, so we're gonna have a, a puncher's chance here and we'll see how it goes.
3: No, I've I've actually like Scott said, um Dan has talked Steve up quite a bit from the very, (laughs) very beginning. Um, Down we go. (laughs) He humbles me. Like anytime I think I'm good, he's like, no, Steve Bonneman. He's he wouldn't wouldn't have taken him that long. Um, But (laughs) I I, one thing with meeting you now, Steve, I'm, I'm glad to finally have met you. But based on all the teams you root for, I really think Eric Walling probably really would have loved you with. He's got multiple favorite teams as well, and he really loves it. So.
1: Yeah, I got. To, oh, Liverpool! I didn't even mention Liverpool. Ooh,
3: oh, so, no, no, we can get along now. Hold on.
1: <laughs> all right. So, in the in the background there, and you've heard his name already uh, brought up once tonight. We also have a special um, guest co-host with us tonight, um, and there's a reason for this. Um, the first of all, let me uh, introduce. This is this is going to be uh, Phil Sanford. Phil, how are you tonight? Doing doing pretty good, Dan. Good. Good. Last time you and. Uh, Steve, we're on a podcast together. I think he
4: beat you in uh, sports trivia. Yes, by what? By a point, I think it was something went right down to the last question, I think. Um, But the reason we have Phil on tonight is
1: because our home court advantage game tonight is a split game. It's going to be two different topics. It's going to be the final four, which I really don't know much about. I'm college basketball i mean i like watching but i i'm not i'm not a, a guru with that at all so we brought phil on to to write and read those questions for us so he will be doing two quarters tonight of final four and the other half of the game is going to be wrestlemania questions quite the uh thematic weekend um that we had here and um matter of fact i had to Somehow try and watch both WrestleMania and Duke Carolina at the same time, which uh, was really tough to do. I just did not. I refused. I, I watched the Duke game, then, like, put back on WrestleMania <laughs> watched it until it was over. Those two hours behind and couldn't look at Twitter, yeah, which is a bummer. That, that, night, that night of WrestleMania was actually a really good show. So it was. Uh... I liked Night One better. A lot of people say Night Two was better, but I like Night One better. Oh, yeah, they I were both night really One. good, and then Raw wasn't. So it
4: was a bummer. <laughs> yeah, and and to Dan's point, I know a lot about basketball, know a lot about college basketball, and I know absolutely nothing about wrestling. So it is a very good pairing of of him writing the wrestling questions and me writing the basketball questions.
1: All right, so before we get started, we're going to kick it over to future Dan for the rules. We'll be starting off with the coin flip question to warm up the teams. This will be followed by four quarters of play, each with a different trivia style. The styles of quarters one through three will change from show to show, and I will explain them as we go along. Like any good sporting event, we will have a halftime show after the second quarter with entertainment questions pertaining to sports. And in the fourth quarter, our teams will wager from their points accumulated to see our today's clipboard captains to be honored like the true benchwarmers they are. All right? Let's get this game underway. That was a rubbish job reading those rules, Dan. Go uh, go to your room and think about what you've done. One of these days, I'll get those right. We won, not tonight, but it'll be one of those days. All right, it's time for the coin flip. This is going to be a 50-50 warm-up question worth 10 points. Um, and it's going to go to you, Steve. And if you get it, it's 10 points. If you don't get it, the other team gets 10 points. Okay. So... Um, Here is your coin flip question, and this is designed to be a coin flip. So if you know it, great, but um, it's designed for you not to know it. Understood. So here's the coin flip question. I would like to know who has wrestled in more WrestleManias, Owen Hart or Davey Boy Smith? Ooh, well, okay. Owen Hart's first mania was WrestleMania Five. Davey Boy was in a bunch up to that point. Then he took a bunch of time off. There are not very many memorable WrestleMania British Bulldog matches. Just want to be very clear about that, which makes this harder. <laughs> Owen had a bunch of guys. Davy Boy. All right, Davy Boy Smith has wrestled in seven WrestleManias. Owen Hart has wrestled in eight WrestleManias. So. Eric and Scott, without doing anything, you have gotten 10 points to start this game.
2: Yeah, we were talking here and and said we both would have went with Owen. His last being 15, so with 10 years there, even if he missed a few, we figured he'd at least have probably eight.
1: Well, he had eight.
2: Yeah, seven seven (laughs) or eight, we figured. (laughs) Who's to say who the Blue Blazer was? was
1: (laughs) That's true, (laughs) right? All right, so heading into the first quarter, we have a score of Eric and Scott have 10 and... Steve has zero, but there are plenty of points to be scored. Before we get to the first quarter, we wanted to let you know that we are on Patreon if you'd be interested in supporting us financially. Your contributions will be used to help us cover the costs that it takes to bring you the high-quality sports trivia you have come to expect from us. There's also some great perks that come with the Patreon membership to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, including bonus episodes and Benchwarmers Swag. You can find us at Patreon.com/slash/BenchwarmersTP. Thanks. We go into the first quarter, which will be the missing link. One of the <laughs> Off the rip. The missing link. This quarter will consist of five questions with theme-linked answers. The teams will attempt to answer the questions and guess the theme. Each question is worth 20 points. If a team checks in first via chat to the host with the correct theme before the fifth question, they will earn 100 points. The other team can still earn 50 points with the correct theme guess. If neither team has checked in with the correct theme before the fifth question, each team can earn 50 points with the correct answer to the theme after the fifth question. So, today's missing link I'm going to give you a WrestleMania number and an opponent and the result of the match. And you will need to tell me which WWE superstar made their WrestleMania debut based on that information. So, question number one. WrestleMania 12, The Ultimate Warrior, and it was a loss. Checked in. Yeah, I got it. You both got it? All right, so, uh, um, Steve, what do you got? Uh, Very, very squashed Hunter Hearst Helmsley. All right, and uh, Scott and Eric? Yep, it's uh, Triple H. That is correct. Both teams getting the uh, points on that one. Question number two, WrestleMania 34. AJ Styles, loss. Okay, locked in. All right, Steve's uh, Steve's in. So, uh, Eric and
2: Scott, you can talk it out. Pretty sure this is Shinsuke Nakamura. I have
3: socks of his.
2: Well, Because other AJ Styles WrestleMania matches wouldn't have been those guys' debuts. Shane McMahon, Chris Jericho, that wouldn't have been their debut match. So the only person I think it could be is Shinsuke. More than I got. We're going to check in with Shinsuke Nakamura. All right, and Steve,
1: what'd you get? Uh, the answer is, yes. Yeah. Shinsuke Nakamura. They, uh, he heel-turned on him after the match by punching him in the groin and then punched him in the groin for the whole rest of the summer. <laughs> <laughs> it, was the, it was the whole premise of their feud. <laughs> Just kept happening over and over and over again. Yes, it did. That's right. So um, the theme-based answers so far, Triple H, Shinsuke Nakamura. Question number three. Wrestlemania 20 with Batista, Ric Flair against The Rock and Mankind win. We can check in. Okay. So uh, Scott and Eric have checked in. So Steve, you can uh, try and talk this one out. You said with Batista. And Ric Flair. Yeah, okay. Um, I I think I know. All right, what do you got? Randy Orton. And uh, Scott and Eric, what do you have?
2: Yeah, we checked in with
1: the same. It's the Viper. It is Randall Keith Orton. That is correct. It was that handicap match that they, uh, they had against the, the Rocket Mankind. That's right.
2: Yeah, it was a fun match.
1: So our uh, theme linked answers so far are Triple H, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton. And I will tell you that the theme is also WrestleMania
2: related. Okay. Oh, Okay. Well, never mind for that, then.
1: All right. Question number four. WrestleMania 23. Mr. Kennedy. Edge. King Booker. Jeff Hardy. Matt Hardy. Finley. Randy Orton. Loss. Got it. All right. So it sounds like Steve has checked in. So Scott and Eric, you can talk it out.
2: Pretty sure this is CM Punk. Uh, the Money in the Bank ladder match.
3: Honestly, that's I, I have I have next to nothing in this entire category. <laughs> and that was the first name that popped in my head. Yeah, he
2: he won the next two. He lost that one at 23 and he won at 24 and 25. So isn't gonna... isn't
3: 23. That's the, I just want to make sure I have the right one in my head. That's like the Donald Trump. Idiot. Yes. Like, yep. okay. that's yeah. That's all grown it,
2: that's up. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. We're going to check in with CM Punk.
1: All right. And Steve, what did you have?
2: Uh yeah, CM Punk.
1: Definitely. All right. All right. So our themed-based answers so far are Triple H, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton, CM Punk. All right. Question number five. WrestleMania 32. Charlotte Flair. Becky Lynch. Loss. Walked in. Yep, same. All right. Um, Scott and Eric, what'd you have? Uh, this is the boss, Sasha Banks. All right, and Steve. Uh, definitely, Sasha Banks. Yes, with Snoop Dogg. So our theme-based uh, answers are Triple H, Shinsuke Nakamura, Randy Orton,
2: CM Punk, Sasha Banks. All right, so he's he's checked in, right? We can talk. Yeah, he's checked in. Yeah,
1: okay. um, yeah. So Steve has checked in his um his guests, so you guys can talk it out, Scott and Eric. So the long hair thing,
2: it's not. Okay. <laughs> um, Just Randy Orton's hurting you on that he, one. He's killing me. Um, so then I thought maybe that they all, uh, the Sasha Banks immediately reminded me of the Snoop Dogg thing. So I was wondering had they all had someone perform some of their theme at a mania because CM Punk had had living color and Triple H could have had motorhead.
3: I think that might be if, if for the only fact that the last one's supposed to kind of give it away. And if that's the first thing you thought after hearing the last answer.
2: Yeah, but now I'm also thinking, um, because it's been made, it was made a big deal. This was Sasha Banks' first win at WrestleMania, and she's like one in six, one in five, or one in six. So I'm wondering if this has something to do with the win-loss record, because I know Triple H has a terrible record. Orton is probably close to 500, maybe.
3: I like your answer. I mean, if that's where your mind went right away with I that I just last don't think
2: one. I don't remember Orton ever having his either of his theme songs performed live at a Mania. Like, I'm pretty sure who that does hasn't his happened. his theme song? Do you know who does it? I don't know who does um his, I guess, most classic one that he's had for a while. Um, I, I hear voices in my head. Oh, it, actually, it's like Rev Theory or one of those weird Oh, they would definitely do that. Band. I'm not saying they
3: wouldn't, but I just—they were probably there, and nobody it. even knew, <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, that's true. They weren't even invited. They just showed up. They're like, "Let's do this."
2: <laughs> um, but the other one, yeah, the other one is, like I said, win-loss record. I don't, I don't really know how to word that.
3: Yeah, I, th- I think we go with what your, your, your first thought was. Never, never second guess your first thought if you don't have a clue.
2: All right. Yeah, I guess we can just do that. And I, I again, I I don't feel strong about Orton having his theme song performed live at a Mania, but the other one could fit. Nakamura's got his is uh like classical, so I think they're they had like maybe a like a violinist and sure. some other like a band. So I guess I guess I guess, I like we'll, I guess we'll say they've all had they've all been performed uh, to the ring live at a WrestleMania for their entrance. Okay. Hey. And uh, Steve, what did you say for yours?
1: What I said was they all have losing records at Mania, um, which I think is true. Um, I actually totally thought of the performance thing at one point, and then I said not Randy Orton, but I think he might have gotten played out at thirty, and I and nobody thinks about that part of that match. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, but that or or maybe let me Evolution. but that be a little?
2: No, because I think the only Evolution match he had was 20. Yeah. That from End Night. So, and they definitely yeah, so that must be, that. yeah.
1: All right, so here's what's going on. Steve, you were correct. Uh, technically correct, which is the best kind of correct. Um, so I am having to give you the 50 points for this. However, Scott and Eric, you were lo- you got exactly what I was looking for, which is they were all played out. Um, So you are also getting the 50 points is the fairest way that I can do this. Uh, Triple H was played out by Motorhead. Yep. Shinsuke Nakamura by Nita Strauss and more recently by Rick Boogs, I suppose.
2: Yeah,
1: I guess so. Randy Orton by Rev Theory. CM Punk by Living Color. And of course, Sasha Banks famously by Snoop Dogg. So after the first quarter, we have a score of... Steve has 150, and Eric and Scott, with the 10 points from the coin flip, have 160. Good job, Gary.
0: Support for the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped for their exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's um somewhere around uh, eight million balls i I guess that's great great that's, math. there's a lot of balls great there math. so as a as a
3: man who's passed the the forty threshold this year, I immediately busted out the weed whacker, took care of the old <laughs> nose hairs that are getting a little older or a little bit a little grayer. yeah, yeah, <laughs> and I'm currently enjoying the things that surprise me the most the uh the tea and the The underdrawers,
0: the boxer briefs that came with the package are phenomenal. (laughs) They're currently cradling my set as we speak. So to get 20% off and free shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com. So that is 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com if you use the code BTP. In case you don't know, BTP stands for Ben Tormer's Trivia Podcast. So BTP unlock your confidence, and always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped.
1: And we are going to move us on to the second quarter, which is going to be Phil. And what's our category going to be, Phil?
4: It is going to be David versus Goliath.
1: David versus Goliath. This quarter will consist of three pairs of questions, one easier, David, and one harder, Goliath. After hearing both questions, the teams will pick one of the two questions to answer, either David or Goliath. Each David question is worth 25 points, and each Goliath question is worth 50 points.
4: Okay, so for the second quarter, we are going to be doing David versus Goliath. And the theme for this is going to be Final Four Most Outstanding Players. I will be giving you a year and a team, and you will have to give me the answer to, to who I am describing. There's going to be one David and one Goliath uh, for, for each, uh, each of the pairings here. So question one, David, 1982, North Carolina. Question one, Goliath. 2017, North Carolina. We can check in. Scott, Scott and Eric, I have checked in. All right, so Steve, you want to go ahead? And uh, which one did you go with? Uh, do you, David? Or I Goliath will go and, ahead
1: with, I'll go ahead with the tough one. Had a pretty bad tournament leading up to the final four, as I recall. And had a good final four as uh, Joel
2: Berry.
3: Okay, and well, Berry. <laughs> And Scott and Eric. Uh, we had the same thing. It was uh, Joel Berry, the second, I believe.
4: Both teams are correct. uh, was, uh Joel Berry. The second. Uh, my flavor text for that is, uh, and this has to do with, with a uh, Instagram post. I saw recently from one of my friends that he, Barry is currently working in the brokerage division uh, at the truest bank headquarters here in Charlotte. Uh, one of my friends posted a picture last week. And I'm like, I'm like, wait a second. I just wrote a question about him. Uh <laughs> randomly does anybody TV want to me- the, come on yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wonder
1: what i kind of wonder what percentage of final foremost outstanding players have jobs like that rather than like basketball player because i think it's right. pretty high yeah like- <laughs> i
4: looked yeah i looked up his career and it looked like he was just kind of bounced around in some lower international leagues and then uh called it quits uh looks like early last year so just to not look-
1: be able to Move in the triangle without hearing a Chris Corciani real estate ad. Um, <laughs> he was he was never a most outstanding player in the Final Four. So I'm not giving anything away that.
4: So does anybody want to take a stab at uh, for, with David?
1: It's so a James worthy. James worthy, correct. Number yep. fifty-two, which is a very ugly number that am surprised He used
4: <laughs> so from Gastonia, North Carolina. James worthy, the uh,
1: pit of the Charlotte area.
4: <laughs> so, I so, said that. So Michael Jordan hit the famous go-ahead shot in that game, but Worthy was the star of the game and that season for the Tar Heels. In addition to the most outstanding player, he was also a consensus first-team All-American. So congrats to both teams, getting 50 points there. Question two, David, 1986, Louisville. Question two, Goliath, 2013, Louisville. We can check in. All right, Eric and Scott have checked in. Steve, you can talk it through and, and go with whichever whichever one you want.
1: I don't have any idea who it was on that second Louisville team. I I, I suspect I'm just going to have to I like happening because I mean I remember Russ, but like I don't think it's him, and I don't really remember. I have a, I, I hate that team a lot for two reasons. One, they knocked out Duke, and two, those camo uniforms—the worst things of all time—that they wore the whole tournament. Like, I and, and like, they're just kind of. And, and also, my kid was one and a half at the time, so my watching was not very good. I just do not know the answer to that one. Um, 1986, they also beat Duke, but that time in the final was Purvis Ellison. So I will go with Purvis Ellison for the first one for
4: David.
3: All right, and uh, Scott and Eric. I, I checked in super quick, but now I, I'm, I'm hoping I'm right. I was super positive. And then when he didn't know, I'm like, well, maybe why don't I, why, why do I know? And he, nobody else does. And, um, but I uh, fairly sure it's Luke Hancock.
4: All right. So here are the answers for David. Uh, it is indeed Purvis Ellison, uh, never nervous Purvis scored 25 points and let and grabbed 11 rebounds to lead the Cardinals to a three point win over Duke, uh, as, uh, Steve, uh, you point out and, and stole some of my flavor text there and Goliath. It is indeed Luke Hancock uh, and Steve also, also touched on a portion of my uh, flavor notes here. Uh, uh, Russ Smith was a breakout star for the Cardinals in the tournament, but in the final four, Luke Hancock came off the bench and hit some, hit some clutch shots and led uh, and led them to, uh, led them especially in the second half against Michigan to secure the win. So both teams are correct. Uh, Man, he's going to be like
1: in the bottom tier of the tier list of most outstanding players. Like, right. in terms of his overall contributions to the team, that's crazy.
4: And and it's weird. I mean, he's just, he's, he's kind of like a, he's the, the type of player that you used to see. He was kind of a throwback um, to like late eighties, early nineties type of player, but you just don't see him very much in the, in the, in the, you know, modern basketball where he's just kind of like applauding like six, 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 five, six, six, like power forward. And it just doesn't move real fast. It doesn't have like a lot of great, great skills, but he could, in the final four, he was just nailing everything from outside. It was, it was crazy to watch.
1: That'll do it. Mm-hmm. And Steve was not wrong. The camel uniforms were trash.
4: Yes. Yes. All right. So the final one here, uh, David, question number three. 2018 Villanova. Goliath, 1971 Villanova.
1: Would you like to ask about 1985
4: Villanova?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I know that one. Ooh. I, I, I'm locked in. I, I'm not going to.
4: Okay. Chris,
2: down that path.
4: Eric and Scott, you want to talk it out and give your David or Goliath?
2: Well, it's probably good we get to talk it out since there
3: seems to be a. Yeah, I mean, any Villanova player that has won this, I know who they are, except for this one because it was vacated. Um, so I don't know if we go with vacated, is that going to be accepted? Because technically, nobody. Um, I don't know who it was though. I just know that that year they vacated like their entire. Interesting. Um, I mean, do you should do? we ask Phil
2: for clarification? I, I mean, I sure if and he's, he's willing was... to provide clarification on 71 are you looking for a player phil y-
4: yes i am looking for okay. a player okay so a- and and since eric said it eric is correct and that that's also the flavor text to the <laughs> <What's> <laughs> so said that that it was it's like exactly
1: game. as vacant as most vacant things in college sports and that it is not vacant in the <laughs> right program right. So <laughs> so yeah. we can't name
2: vacant as the
3: player okay no, no, um no. it was never won by anybody ever. you sure it wasn't ever alfonso- played wasn't
2: alfonso Vacant? <laughs> <laughs> uh, it wasn't it a- pronounce of a cont
3: um oh, I, let's yeah. just, we're just gonna go with a uh, divincenzo he said 2018 right that's yeah correct yep. mm-hmm. right. 2018 so we're gonna check in with uh, dante divincenzo okay and steve
1: yes dante divincenzo
3: so you're, are... if you're <laughs>
1: italian and you play guard we've <laughs> got a spot for you at villanova
4: <laughs> <laughs> so 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 two years after a fellow italian guard uh, ryan archie won uh uh, most outstanding player dante di vincenzo won it in 2018 he scored 31 points in the national championship game as the wildcats rolled over michigan for their second title in three seasons Hump them. The, the 1971 so my 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 flavor text as eric already uh you know uh said uh villanova was the runner up to ucla this year but due to this particular players uh uh, issues with his amateur status, Villanova had to vacate that that season, and that player is Howard Porter.
2: Howard Porter. Uh,
4: Hopo, remember,
2: remember Hopo? No, do not. <laughs> no, no one does apparently. Not even history. Right.
1: Was, early early seventies Big East basketball was not exactly, <laughs> you
4: know, not a hot bet. like like it was not a
1: not a hot conference.
4: <laughs> well, no, it was it wasn't even a conference. It was oh, was even all, yeah. You're right. Yeah, no. they were all they are all the Big Five whatever
3: weirdness. Yeah, independent slash ECAC uh, yeah. happenings going on there. It's a uh, very exciting news for any Villanova fan too that we have another Archie Diacono on the team. So. Don't feel like there's going to be a vacancy. We got it covered.
1: <laughs> Somebody needs to just say Ed Pinkney. Ed Pinkney also deserves to be mentioned in this conversation. So Boston Celtics legend, Ed Pinkney. <laughs> After the second quarter, um, we have a score. Steve has 250, and Eric and Scott have increased the lead by just a little bit. They are at 285. That brings us to halftime. It is now time for the halftime show. There will be three entertainment questions pertaining to sports with each question worth 25 points. And this halftime, since we uh, generally would have entertainment questions during halftime and it's going to be WrestleMania, I'm going to be doing this about celebrities at WrestleMania. Yeah, baby. So, again, I'm going to give you the WrestleMania, and I'm going to give you the job that this person or what they did at WrestleMania, and I need you to tell me, and actually what what they're famous for, and then you just tell me who it was. So, for question one, WrestleMania 10, special ring announcer for the main event, actor. I can get, I'll, I have the, the, who well, wrestled I, in the main events if you want that. I mean, that, I, I, WrestleMania 10, me. I mean, yeah. I feel like they must do that. Um, yeah, Jeez.
3: What was that again? Damn, what, what was it? WrestleMania 10,
1: special oh ring announcer for the main events, actor.
2: I think this guy was there. I'm gonna. No, oh, it's uh. Oh, was that ten? Okay, yeah.
1: I I I'm gonna shoot. I'm getting ten and eleven mixed up for this this
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> That like this and twelve. Famous. There
1: were some very naff celebrities. At
2: yeah, movie. yeah. That oh, that like, era, um, they were so really like, trying. I'm a little bit. Okay,
1: yeah. I. I just watched this OSW review.
2: I'm How good with see? that, Eric. Yeah, I know right, right.
1: Okay, got it. Yes, I'm. I hope that's what I'm going to go with.
3: <laughs> all right, we're going to check in.
1: <laughs> okay, so um, I think Steve actually checked in first. So you guys go ahead, um, Scott
3: and Eric. I mean, this was st- when I was still watching. It was before I was lost. I'm actually trying to catch up on Peacock because you can literally watch all of it from the beginning until now, and it's amazing. Um, but this I'm pretty sure was Burt Reynolds, so that's what we're going to check in with.
1: All right, and Steve, yeah, that's my article. Is a uh, uh, apparently dazed Burt Reynolds? <laughs> you are both remembering correctly. It was Burt Reynolds. Very good. Um, question number star. two. Yeah, big star.
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: He had a big hat too. What's he doing today? Oh Come on, come on. It's a good name. Yokozuna. It's a good name. It's (laughs) funny. It's funny. It's funny. Question number two. WrestleMania 25 audience member came out of the audience and knocked out Chris Jericho, actor. Locked in.
2: Audience
1: member. All right, Steve's in. So uh, Scott and Eric, talk it out.
2: Uh, I'm pretty sure this is Mickey Rourke. Okay, so we're going to check in with Mickey Rourke. All right, and Steve, what'd you say?
1: Yeah, it is extremely Mickey Rourke. This Jericho shoots on Mickey Rourke all the freaking time. (laughs) It's very funny. I hated him so much. (laughs) Yes, the correct answer is Mickey Rourke. All right, finally, question number three: WrestleMania one guest referee. With Pat Patterson for the main event. Athletes.
3: We can check in, Scott.
1: Got it. All right. So, Steve, what do you have? Muhammad Ali. And Eric and
4: Scott.
3: I have Mr. T.
1: Well. He was in the match. The main event was Hulk Hogan and Mr. T. Uh, Versus Paul Orndorff and Rocky. Rocky. Rowdy. Rowdy Piper. (laughs) Had some had some Rocky vibes too. Oh, they should have had Rocky, man. I don't know yeah. how they have- yeah, that would have been yeah. good. Uh, that was <laughs> this WrestleMania one. They weren't getting Stallone. No, not at well, not at one, <laughs> five. Yeah, maybe, maybe at five. They needed um, them at four, really. Mean, how if far is Sylvester Stallone at any point from Atlantic City in
2: nineteen well, eighty-eight? Before, four, four could have used them. That was not great WrestleMania. Five, at least you had the Mega Powers kind of right. selling tickets. They exploded, four. if I remember. Correctly. Yeah, four, four could have used them though. All right, yes, the correct answer
1: is Muhammad Ali. His bow tie, they always show him yeah. on those on montages. On.
3: One head liberace. They never, One. Make the, One.
1: they never make the guest One. refs who are celebs dress like guest refs anymore. They just get to wear cool t-shirts. But yeah. Muhammad Ali put on a long sleeve shirt <laughs> and a bow tie.
2: He took it very seriously.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, after halftime, things have gotten interesting. We have a score of Steve is at 325, and Eric and Scott, by virtue of the, of the coin toss, are at 335, which is going to bring us to the third quarter. We'd like to take a minute to invite you to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at BenchwarmersTP. We also have a Facebook group for fans of the pod called The Bench, Join us there to comment on the latest episodes and share cool sports facts and trivia. If you'd be willing to rate and review us on iTunes or Stitcher, we'd greatly appreciate the support so that other people may find this podcast. Thanks. And today's third quarter, we'll be going back to Phil. What is our category, Phil?
4: Category is going to be flop, turn, and tripper. Flop, turn, and river.
1: For this quarter, there will be three questions consisting of five clues. The first three clues will be given before the teams decide if they want to check in with their guests. The last two clues will be given one at a time, with teams deciding if they want to check in with their guests after each subsequent clue. If a correct answer is checked in after the first three clues, the team will receive 50 points. After the fourth clue, 30. And after the fifth clue... Went. All right, Phil, go ahead.
4: Okay, so question one uh, under the category of flop, turn, and river is who am I? Clue number one: I have played and coached in the Final Four. Clue number two: Though I did not win a championship as a player, I have as a coach. And clue number three. In my senior year, I averaged 20 points per game and earned regional MVP en route to the final four.
1: I'm going to
2: go for it. have a thought, but it's not worth the risk.
4: All right. And Scott and Eric?
2: I, I don't have anything concrete based off of those three
3: clues. All right. We can take another one, I guess.
4: Okay. Clue number four on the turn Thirteen years after graduating college, I coached a school to its second-ever Final Four
3: appearance.
1: You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to go ahead and say that I pass.
3: Okay, Scott and Eric, I I think he did it with both. If if I'm thinking right,
2: yeah. Okay, but I mean, do we think? Do we
3: like it enough to? I mean, he's taking another one. I mean, we're safe to take another one, right? That's what I think we should.
2: Yeah. All
4: right, we'll do it. All right, so the last clue, clue number five. In 2007, I led the University of Florida to its second uh, championship in a row, defeating Ohio State. Okay, got it.
3: We were close.
2: We were <laughs> close. They had similar hair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they <All right>. do. <laughs> they do, I know. We checked in.
4: <laughs> okay, Steve, uh, you indicate you know this one now.
2: Yeah, it's uh, Eddie
1: Munster. <laughs> better better known in some circles as Billy Donovan
4: okay and Scott and Eric
2: yeah we were thinking maybe Coach Cal there for a minute um, just trying to figure out that kind of formula thinking it was a small school then a big school um, we were close a contemporary uh, yeah we also checked in with Billy Donovan
4: both teams are correct with uh, Billy Donovan and he so the...
2: hair disciple
4: yeah. right so he so, yeah, he um, d- did not win the championship as a player at Providence, where he's coached by Rick Pitino, but he did uh, win two championships at Florida. Prior to Florida, he was actually the head coach at Marshall. And, um, and since leaving Florida, he's coached two teams in the NBA. So it is Billy Donovan. So both teams get 20 points there. So next flop, Turner River, is where am I? Where am I? Clue number one. This city has hosted the Final Four in three different venues. Clue number two, Kentucky, Duke, and Virginia are the teams that have won the championship in this city. Clue number three, the first venue in the city to host the Final Four is still standing, and it is the home court of a major conference Division I college basketball team.
1: I think I know. I'm, I'm, mm. What were the teams? Duke?
4: Uh, Kentucky, Duke, and Virginia. Yeah, I'm in. Okay. So Steve has checked in. Uh, Scott and Eric, would you like to check in or would you like to hear the next uh, clue?
2: I think our best bet is to try to pinpoint it based on Virginia, right? Because Kentucky and Duke have too many national championships to try to yeah. to try to pinpoint, right?
3: So, I'm trying to think of
2: wh- what. And then three different venues. It's probably a rather large
3: uh, state. A- wait wait minnesota possibly or indianapolis oh
2: Indy, yeah, indianapolis i kind of I, I do i like both of them
3: i want to say they both did it three times
2: right does indianapolis would have three different venues uh,
3: you figure, oh wait, an older one that's still standing. Right. So, and it's a division one. Yeah. I mean, so I think that might be Minnesota. So many, do Min- you want the city city city. I'm thinking it might be Minneapolis. There's a lot of Minnesota on this podcast. So there is. I'm if in you checked in. I don't want
2: to, I'm inclined to. To go for it. I don't, I don't see why. I know. feel like they'll have a, an older...
3: Right. No, I think they would, train over Indianapolis. So I agree. Go with uh, Minneapolis.
4: Okay. Checking in with Indi- uh, with you, you, you tripped me up there, too, Scott. You, you're checking in with Minneapolis. And, Steve, what did you check in with?
1: Yeah, I was actually at the 92 Final Four in Minneapolis. Um, the reason I was sure it was Minneapolis and not Indianapolis is because of 2019 uh, the final four had the like timber wolves, like pine
4: trees. <laughs> so. so the next, the 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 uh, turn and river clues are one of the venues in the city that has hosted the final four. Is the only place to host the final four Super Bowl, Major League Baseball All Star Game, and World Series. And clue number five is this city is usually paired with its neighbor, the state capital, as a nickname for the region. And the correct answer, both teams are correct, is Minneapolis. The uh, they, both
1: would have been able to rule out Indianapolis after the second, year. Right, yeah. Right.
4: And the um, uh, so they've they've hosted at Williams Arena, which is on the uh, campus of University of Minnesota. That's when that's when Kentucky won a championship, I believe, in fifty one, maybe fifty two, some sometime in the fifties, and. And then Duke won twice in the uh, Hubert H. Humphrey – yeah, 1951 is Williams Arena. Then Duke won twice in the Hubert H. Humphrey uh, Metrodome And in U.S. Bank Arena uh, is when Virginia avenged their uh, loss to UMBC to take on the national title. So good job with uh, both teams getting 50 points there. I learned something. I did not know – I
1: mean, that, that, that was a good bluff with, like, Hinkle there. I right, I know, yep. Yep. like that's mm-hmm. that's good stuff. Yeah, I did not know Williams Arena I had hosted a uh, Final Four, so a lot I, of I, I learned I something,
2: something too. I did not remember the little Timberwolves trees thing <laughs> which Steve mentioned so vividly.
4: <laughs> okay, so the last one in Flop Turner River is when am I? Clue number one this year's Final Four was played on a college campus, clue number two. This year's champion won its first championship in its second-ever appearance in the Final Four. Clue number three, one of the teams that lost in the semifinals had to vacate its Final Four appearance due to NCAA uh, violations.
1: Yeah, I am, I'm not going to go for this. thing.
3: You want to do, Scott?
2: Uh, how strong do you feel about what we were saying? I don't. Then we should probably take another clue. Okay, we'll take another one.
4: Okay, so the clue on the turn, clue number four, is this year's champion was outside of the top four seeds. Lock in. Steve's locked in. Scott and Eric, you can talk it out and uh, decide if you want to take it here or go to the next one. That changes a little
2: bit of what we were thinking. Won its first championship and its second ever appearance in the final four.
3: The last... Outside of the top four to win a championship is UConn, wasn't it? Yeah, I think so. But I don't think they anybody vacated anything.
2: No, I don't remember that either. I'm trying to think of what's been vacated.
3: All right, who else? Who else was outside of the top four? You're going. You're going way back, though. Right. This might just be Villanova in '85.
2: Yeah. Who vacated?
3: There was I think that now that you say I think there was a school that vacated in eighty five. Okay. Not sure who though.
2: I mean, pretty banner year in this game overall, right? Because very memorable Final Four and WrestleMania. So eighty-five is yeah. Kind of a banner year for the theme of this game.
3: And I I did I do know that they didn't start seeding as far as like numbers until like seventy nine. Okay. So Right. Let's go get 1985.
2: Yeah, I think. Yeah, let's do it. Right. Yeah, it, it could be their second ever.
4: Yeah, yeah, I like it. And Steve, what was your answer? 85. All right. And the final clue here, this probably would have given away, um, is the final four this year included three teams from the Big East. And that is indeed 1985. Hey, we you, get to
1: bring up Ed Pinkney organically now. Yes. Yeah. I mean,
4: <laughs> and uh oh. in, and it's funny uh, during the discussion, um, you actually um, included the the school that that received the sanctions—the non biggie school. It was Memphis at the time, Memphis State. Yeah. Right. Yep, that's right. So both teams will receive thirty points on on that one.
1: Yeah, Memphis State has been. Memphis has been dirty like over and over and over and over and over and over again forever. Like they're, they're just like. <laughs> They're just a sanctioned magnet. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. I, I, I guess. Absolutely. I guess the only thing. Well, so. Yeah, NC State was a higher seed than that, I think. But, but like, that was also close. I think that was. was at the hit, right? So,
4: right, and and this game was so 1985 was played at Rupp Arena. Mm-hmm. And I believe it's the last time that Final Four has been played on a college campus. Uh, ever since then, it's been played either at NBA arenas or at domes.
1: All right. Well, after the third quarter, we have scores of Steve has 425 and still clinging to that 10-point lead. Eric and Scott have 435. <laughs>
0: Support for today's Ben Warmers Trivia Podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package, the ultimate men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code... BTP at manscaped.com. If my math is correct, that's about, uh, 8 million balls. So to get 20% off and free shipping with the code BTP at manscaped.com, head on over there and get that 20% off and free shipping at manscaped.com using the code BTP. Unlock your confidence and always use the right tools for the job with manscaped.
1: And that will bring us to the fourth quarter. The fourth quarter, known as Put Your Fours Up, this quarter consists of four categorized questions that teams will wager up to 100 points each, not to exceed their current point total. The categories for today are as follows. Question one, WWE versus NFL.
4: Question number two, the category is near perfection. Question number three, the category is iron men. And category four uh, is going to be quitters never prosper. It's now time for the teams to
1: place their wagers. Now that the wagers are in, on to the questions. Question number one in WWE versus NFL. WrestleMania II featured a 20-man battle royal featuring WWF superstars and NFL players. Who was the last NFL player eliminated? A Super Bowl champion tight end who finished fourth to Andre the Giant and the Hart Foundation. Yeah, I got this. Right. Sounds like Steve is in,
2: so Scott and Eric, you can talk it out. All right, tight end. Super Bowl for the, it
3: would have to be in the 80s probably.
2: Well, I guess the Super Bowl technically doesn't have to be in the 80s, but.
3: But no, he would have been on a Super Bowl winning team. So I'm thinking, if not the Bears, then maybe 49ers or Giants. But I don't think it was like Mark Bavaro or like anybody like that. Um, so if you go to the 49ers, I want I don't, not sure. I'm spacing out his first name. I want to say his last name's Fra- Francis. Okay. Um, I mean
2: there are other Super Bowl winning teams from the 80s doesn't have to be he could have won a super bowl in 1981 he could have won a super bowl in 1992 you know what i mean it doesn't necessarily Uh, have to be he didn't say super bowl winning at the time sure but if i mean i've never seen this match i'm not a huge fan of
3: it's on it's on the vhs i have i'm sure it is it's also on Peacock. you gotta watch it it's so good it really is um (laughs) it's 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 fun it's fun because it's stupid well i um,
2: i go to the gimmick battle royal from WrestleMania 17 that's
3: almost asked
1: a question about that one too but figured yeah. that one was that one's pretty pretty well known so
3: francis is jumping in my head i can't think of i'm good with it else. then sounds good to me because there's got i mean the fridge was in the match but he right. not a tight end um there was a Steeler. i know that and there was a falcon I forget their names, but I think Francis is the guy. All right. So we're going to check in with Generic Francis for uh, that's not his first name. Just Francis um, for a hundred points. All right. And Steve, what did you say in for how much?
1: Russ Francis for one hundred points. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my thoughts exactly. Duo covert. <laughs> Bill Frelick. Yes, All that's right. the list.
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I remember. I
1: remember. I remember Colbert being in there. That um, match is that match is very poor. <laughs> yeah. Yes, the correct answer is Russ Francis. Um, came down to uh, Andre the Giant and the Heart Foundation, and uh, they disposed of him, and then Andre disposed of the Heart Foundation. Big trip watching that match and thinking about that match. Is that Andre the Giant is wearing yellow and the Heart Foundation is wearing blue? Mm-hmm. It's very weird. <laughs> Like because your image of them is yeah. black singlet guy and like pink. Right? So, it's funny.
4: All right, Phil on to you for question two. Okay. So question two, this is in near perfection. Seven teams have completed an undefeated season with the championship, but only once have two teams entered the final four undefeated. Who are the two teams that entered the final four undefeated in the same season? One won the championship and the other lost. It's only two games of the season in the final four. I'll try this. You guys can talk. Okay. Steve has checked in.
3: So, the, they're about an hour from me, maybe. St. Bonaventure in the 60s okay. went undefeated.
2: Did they win the
3: championship or did they go undefeated? And No, they, did, they the didn't. I don't think team. they won. I don't think okay. they won. That I think I wouldn't know if they did, but I'm pretty sure they did yeah. not. Um, only reason I, I'm brushed up on them a little bit more is because like they were preseason ranked this year for like the first time since God yeah. knows one. Um, okay. As far as the other team, no idea. So if that was in the
2: 60s, we'd just maybe just pick a team that we know won a championship in the 60s? Assuming St. Bonaventure is the team that didn't win the championship. Sure. So
3: UCLA didn't right. I mean,
2: (laughs) I mean, what like the last five or six in the '60s, right, or something like
3: that. Something like that, right?
2: Kentucky was always good. I mean, I like like the St. Bonaventure thing. So if you think that happened in the '60s, I say we go with either UCLA or Kentucky, and we know UCLA did it. Did it.
4: So I. I, So so that's probably UCLA. Yeah. Okay, so your answers are UCLA and Saint Bonaventure yep. for a
3: hundred points. Unfortunately, okay, and Steve.
4: Yeah, I'm not good. I'm not. I'm not strong
1: either. I'm, I I have gone with just because of like. So I'm gonna. I I, I have gone with UCLA and Drake. The rapper.
3: Yes. He's cursed all the way back then. No, there was a year,
1: there was a year that it was, it was also Purdue that year. And I, and Drake was in the final four and that seems like they could have been undefeated because they only played yeah. fricking Creighton. You know what I mean? <laughs> so that's what I'm.
4: Okay. So neither team is receiving points here. I checked. <laughs> I, I just checked both, and both are close. So, um, St. Bonaventure had one loss heading into into the nineteen seventy final four. And Eric, you made me when you were so confident about them being on feed, I'm like, I had to start I'm like, oh wait a second, I really overlooked one. But they, they actually had a, an early season loss to Villanova, your your the team that you've root for. Um Drake had four losses heading into the uh heading into the tournament uh that year. So the so. The answer to this is from 1976. Is oh. Indiana and Rutgers? Really? Rutgers was undefeated. Wow. Uh, heading into the final four, and they lost to uh, they lost to uh, Michigan in the final four, and then they then they lost the third place game to uh, UCLA and Indiana. Um, Indiana beat UCLA in the semifinals. Then they defeated Michigan to cap an undefeated season in 1976. I'm poking around because I want to see who Rutgers beat because <laughs> I was curious.
1: <laughs> and I will tell you, I think this is pretty cool. Uh, the answer is like no one, um, right. but they, they, um, when you Google 1976 Rutgers, the basketball team comes up second
2: because the football team was also undefeated. <laughs>
1: Wow. And her year for New Jersey. Yeah, I guess
2: so. What was Their Bon Jovi year, up ever. to in 1970?
1: How did Seton Hall do that year? <laughs> Very bad. All right, we're going to move on to question number three in Iron Men. We probably all know that the longest match in WrestleMania history was the classic Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart match of WrestleMania 12. But which two wrestlers competed in the second longest WrestleMania match? This match put a multiple-time world, multiple world champion against a multiple-time world champion who also combined to hold the World Tag Team Championship. Oh! Yeah. No, got it. Jeez. Okay. All right,
2: I think Steve has checked in. So, um, Scott and Eric, you can talk it out. My initial thought was Steve Austin and Bret Hart at 13. I know that's a pretty long match. They fit the criteria. I don't remember if they won the tag titles together or not, though, because that was in the era where they were doing those like strange bedfellow type of tag teams all the time, like Stone Cold and Dude Love were the tag champs.
3: Yeah. What about and, like weird stuff like that? Wasn't Diesel and Shawn Michaels champs together? Yeah, but
2: yes, but I don't remember their match being that long, though. No. Like it was long, but I don't. Like I don't even know if that was longer than like. Shawn Michaels Kurt Angle, that was a pretty long match from 21. Shawn Michaels Undertaker, both of their matches were were pretty long. And Stone Cold and. I, like, New I don't Love think Diesel. Like crazy long match. No, they never faced at WrestleMania. Okay. So, like, I, I can't see Diesel going more than 30 minutes. Okay. So, I think we're looking at, like, Austin, Bret Hart, if maybe they won the tag titles, or Michaels and Diesel for sure. um None of the newer guys. No, because Roman and Seth haven't fought.
3: And it's going They're- to be a multiple champion too. Both of them are multi. Er, right. right? So yeah, that's what I mean. I These know. are obviously known.
2: Know. These are known guys. Oh. I just don't know if, if Stone Cold and Bret Hart ever won the tag titles. I know that's a long match. I, I watched that match. I don't think it's do. very long.
3: I think I because I was around for most of Bret Hart's like I was still watching at that time.
2: Right. I'm trying to remember if this was like right before when when Bret Hart went heel and it was like, it was the whole Canada versus
3: about, the United States. Tournament? No, that was, I don't think so that I, that I was, that was, I was all in for that when you know, the Patriot and all that other <laughs> showed up. And, <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: Patriot almost won
3: <laughs> the championship on raw once. I'm like, why, why, why am I watching this?
2: Oh, 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 wait, wait. Is this, this, that Randy Orton edge crap from a couple years ago, that match took forever go with it. And they're former tag team champions. And I mean, I'm wearing the t-shirt. That match was really long. Yeah, let's just do it. All right, we're going to say Randy Orton and Edge for 100 points. points. Okay. And Steve, what did you say?
1: Yeah, on a uh, tour of the Performance Center, it's uh, Edge and Randy Orton for a thousand years. I think they're still that match is still going on, isn't it? There have been three matches that have gone more than thirty-one minutes. There have been a, there have been like six that have gone thirty. Yeah. Just three though. I thought some people would have. Clocked. But there are only three that have gone over thirty-one minutes. Um, and the one was Triple H, The Rock, Mankind, and The Big Show. Oh yeah, that was one. At uh, WrestleMania 2000, that one went thirty-six twenty-four, and The Edge and Randy Orton went. 36, 35 in that uh, no holds barred, no audience allowed um, WrestleMania 36. That was, that was edited too. So I wonder yeah. if they did it specifically to make it the second longest match of all time, like 11 seconds, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right. So going into the final question, um, we do have a score of 535 for Eric and Scott and 525 for, for Steve. So, um, Phil, you can go ahead and take here we the fourth Oh, yeah, y'all got that. Y'all got that at the very end. I thought I might yes. have.
4: That was well. All right. So the last question here is in a category of quitters never prosper. This coach has six NCAA tournament appearances to his credit, with the seventh one that doesn't count. Who was forced to resign after accepting another job before the NCAA tournament and watched his team win the championship under the guidance of an interim coach. Locked in. All right, and uh, Steve was locked in. Uh, Eric and Scott. I, I don't remember this happening,
2: so I don't know if you recall anything. I don't know the coach's name. I'm pretty sure the school's Michigan. You know, where he, what, what job he took or what Michigan championship year this was? Late 80s? Just a, a coach last name. Saw this somewhere. I can't think of where the hell it was. Bennett. This is what I do feel. Sometimes I just throw out names and it sparks something in my partner. When I'm this useless, that's usually the strategy I revert to.
3: Fisher. That's Steve Fisher. That's the coach that won. Damn it. I think I remember him. I think he, I that. he, he was in the that Fab
2: guy. Five documentary. He doesn't want that
3: guy. Uh, I want to say his name was Bill. Bill or oh. Bob.
0: Okay. Yeah. Those I, are got, great I, I
3: don't, I don't have a last name. Great coach name. I don't think I'm gonna get a last name. There wasn't, out of name. wasn't Billy Elliot. Billy Joe. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man. Bobby a yeah. bear. And you don't remember the school that this bill or Bob went to honestly. No. Okay. Bill I bill. do. I don't think it's helpful. Well it could be because
1: if they I wouldn't give them anything years, don't no, give i them I think it honestly isn't. But. No.
2: That means he probably didn't last very long at this other school. I, I don't know. So I got p- I got pick
3: a, we pick a last name. Yeah. You're good at picking random last names. You got who did you get out of Dan the one time? The Cincinnati coach that moron. Oh, <laughs> I, I that's still in my soul Dan yeah. like he just started throwing out like random names that rhymed and you just got yep. Yep. Billy Frick or something stupid I don't even remember the dude <laughs> Freelick or something what is it I don't even remember I don't even remember anymore
2: PTSD um, alright let's go with Waters Bill Waters we're, we're, not, going,
1: we're not going Bill Waters
2: what's <laughs> wrong with Bill Waters I feel like that's a dude somewhere. I feel, I'm pretty he, sure. I, bought a, I mean, I'm pretty sure I bought
3: a used car from him once. Exactly. Waters, let's go.
1: B. Waters is a Final Four coach. <laughs>
2: it's not oh, him. That's right. not bad. Let's,
3: let's go with all right. Who, who name a kid I went to? I played basketball with. Um, Corey. No, I never. No, played he, with him. no, he didn't get invited. He that's did not cool. get invited. One um, of your one of your teachers. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, oh, one of my teachers. No, well, no, Here, uh, shout hey, out, whatever. shout out to a kid that I have not played since. Like I played. Little whatever you want to call it the equivalent of Pop Warner basketball with, um, let's go with Friedman. Okay,
2: Bill Friedman. I like it. Or there it is. We're gonna check in with Friedman for a hundred points.
4: Okay, and Steve, uh, what was your answer? That was weird. I uh, know it this is a really <laughs> weird answer. <laughs> you guys was of,
1: This was the coach of Michigan who went to Arizona State. It's Bill Frieder. <laughs>
4: You had the story. Why would you go yeah, from Michigan to Arizona
0: state? That's,
4: good. <laughs> that's a good question why he did that. But, uh, yeah, Bill Frieder, um, accepted the job between the regular season and the NCAA tournament and he was forced to resign. And that's when the famous Bo Schembechler qu- uh, quote about wanting, wanting a a Michigan coach, not an Arizona state coach, uh, coach's team in the tournament. And, um, and Steve Fisher did win the NCAA title over my Seattle Hall Pirates uh, in overtime on a phantom foul call, but we won't get into that during this uh, podcast. Uh, Bill Frieder, 1989 would have been his fifth straight uh, NCAA appearance under uh, with Michigan. At Arizona State, he... Had two NCAA appearances, four NIT appearances. Uh, got fired because of a recruiting scandal, and he also had a point shaving scandal during his tenure. So he uh, he definitely did not go to uh, go into a better situation. But I, I'm pretty sure he got paid more. That was the only reason why he he left. But yeah, it is Bill Frieder. You guys were dangerously close to uh, getting the, the correct answer, but Steve was uh, correct on that
3: one. Shout out to Gabe Friedman.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Your name was Love.
1: almost game free. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Love you buddy. I don't I haven't talked to you in 30 years.
1: The game has come to an end and here are the final scores. Eric and Scott are going to finish this game with 435 points. But our clipboard captain of the game who is receiving the Damian Midsdow award is Steve Bonneman with 625 points. Congratulations Steve on this win. This is a really close game all night. Why do um, I get that you... award? <laughs> Yeah, I'll have it. We'll, we'll mail it to you or I'll I'll, I'll, no. I'll, I'll swing up there and bring Man, it. To I, you. I I love Mizdow, But they had their blow off on the pre-show. <laughs> all right. So uh, anything you guys want to say before we call a night. Uh, Steve, we'll start with you and then we'll go over to our uh, to our bench warmers. Nah, great game awesome stuff to think about it's been long since i thought of bill Frieder, so <laughs> Enjoyed that. um yeah really good so i got to remember amazing stuff like the uh the wrestlemania two battle royal with nfl players and edge versus randy orton at WrestleMania Thirty Six, <laughs> putting everybody to sleep in utter silence um but, I do believe I did thanks. fall asleep during that match. <laughs> I mean, it was, yeah. Um, anyway, yeah. Thanks for playing. And uh, it was really, thanks for having me. It was a really good time. Yeah. Thanks for coming on, Steve. We really, we really do appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, Um. Uh. Scott and Eric, what do you have?
2: Yeah. I, I said it at the beginning. Um, usually when Dan talks somebody up, they, come in here and prove them right and i think you did that steve you obviously know your stuff um it's a pleasure having you on after all this time finally i feel like i've known you since 2020 um just from dan and um yeah no it's it's, it's, been, it's been great having you on it's been a pleasure you know just sharing the zoom screen with with, with someone of your stature so always appreciate that um phil great portion of your game um your games are always tough and challenging but in a good way i i feel like i always leave your games learning a lot which is good like feel free to going to arizona state um but yeah no thank you for your participation in this that was great we always appreciate having you on and i wish that we could do more wrestling on this podcast because it's fun
1: uh and phil i want to thank you for coming on and um handling all the final four questions for me because that would not have been fun for me to research and write um unlike the wrestlemania questions which were very fun to research and write so thank you very much for coming on and doing that phil i appreciate it oh,
4: you're welcome i always enjoy doing basketball questions i know i did the basketball episode uh, this in the fall that was a lot of fun to to put together a full episode i'm i'll, I'll be happy to do that again and um in October, if you guys want to do another basketball episode right before the season tips off. But, uh, but no, it's always fun to, I, since I think about basketball for far too long during you know, each winter, it's always just fun to put together some, some facts in my head and actually research them and, and put them into a, you know, questions that can be challenging, but also fun to figure out. And, uh,
1: just a spoiler alert, uh, you will be hearing Phil again soon um he's going to be recording in a few weeks playing um in a double guest episode with Brian Grubman it's going to be a or byron I'm sorry they are playing in a double episode with byron grubman um that's going to be a fun one i'm really looking forward to that one so
3: check out our youtube channel um we have one up now um check us out on t public check us out on grinder um, StubHub, uh, we've, we, StubHub, <laughs> yeah, we're on StubHub now. Uh, we're, we're we're branching off into everything. We were on an episode of Mr. Belvedere. Most people don't know that. Um, it's kind of where we started. Uh, so yeah, no, just find us on YouTube. Benchwarmers, don't search sports trivia because it won't pull us up. You'll get more questions about you know the Golden Girls than you will sports trivia if you search sports trivia on YouTube. Don't get it. Anything
1: you want to say to, uh, to Jake Manny before we leave, or
3: you know what? I feel like he's been dodging me. Um, he knows where I am. I know where you are, Jake. Um, I'm coming for you, buddy. Just know that. All
1: right. Well, thank you for listening to the Benchwarmers Trivia Podcast, and until next time, we'll keep the bench warm. That ball hit high. Indeed, stretch, stretch. Get
0: on back there. They look up. You can put it on the ball. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Into deep left center for Mitchell. And we'll see you tomorrow night. That great music you're listening to is by Justin Nozick. Thanks to him for producing that music for us.